Yeah, it sounds yeah. like you're speaking through a beehive. Am I am I better now? No, it's still crunchy. Why oh, is it so crunchy? Christ. I hate audio issues. One second, one second. Okay, one of you guys say something. Um, yes. Something. There we go. Okay. And do I sound fine? Yeah, you sound great. You sound good. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, we were saying Willem Dafoe is too big of a dick. I got I got a question for you guys though. I got a question. Yeah. His dick was yeah, so big right. that it actually screwed up our audio from like it, it emits like a yeah. signal. It, yeah, it's a Lovecraftian. Like you ever you dick. ever play Dead Space? It's kinda like the marker. So, ah! Listeners at home, we were talking about how uh Willem Dafoe's dick is really big and it uh it broke the audio. It did. Like it lo- like it broke Lars von Trier. Yeah, exactly. Now, I have a question for you guys, a pretty important question. I, I like important questions. So, let's, uh, I got a friend, right? Uh-oh. Uh, that friend, you know, has said some, says some stuff online sometimes that, you know, can get you into trouble. You know, that I, I theoretically it can, but, you know, sometimes you say stuff that goes a little too far, can get you into trouble. You know, yeah, legally. we've all done it. We've all done it. We there's multiple points. There, there's so much cut co- co- content from this podcast uh, that we'll never see the live day because of the amount of things mm. that are said that could not would not be perceived well outside of this particular circumstance. Oh no! Yeah, that, this friend he he's getting into a little little bit of hot water. Um, now I was wondering if you guys had a advice about particular circumstance that he found himself in because I. <sighs> You know, you guys ever deal with lawyers before? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Listen, I've usually... watched every episode of Better Call Saul up until exactly. there we go. right now. I'm I, I'm pretty Same. I'm pretty good with the lawyer I'm thing. Uh, it's all about like it's all about talking your way out of it. It's about the grind set. It's about exactly. going up there. Lawyer, you don't need to have a law degree to know anything no. about law or be a lawyer. Absolutely. You just you I just agree. get up there and you, you're just like And you know that you have rights. You know that you, you have rights. You got to do the Saul. You know why? Cuz the constitution I'm Saul Goodman, says you do. And you know you have rights. Well, the constitution says you do. So hypoth- so you guys have dealt with with lawyers and law stuff before. Oh yeah. So I mean oh, there was that public exposure case 3 years ago. I mean Yeah, we don't yeah. talk about that. That one almost so. sunk Mammonberg. Let me I tell know, that, right? That one almost. <laughs> Did you have to do it at a start? Starbucks. <laughs> I mean, somebody's got to piss in all the drinks. No, you don't. Actually, that's not true. But you, you dealt with lawyer stuff before, so you kind of get you both like opposing counsel and your your own counsel. You've you've dealt with it before. You sometimes like you're sometimes you get a lawyer and they don't work out, so you shuffle them through. Right about like it's not unusual that you get upwards of like you t- you change counsel like ten times or something. Mm. It, it yeah yeah. It's like know, the famous song right goes. Jackal, it's not unusual to take legal counsel and change it ten times. Absolutely, no, no, no. it's it's very it's very <laughs> common actually. So, but you know, in in either criminal or civil case, you know, you're, you're gagged deposed, right? Mm. And you know, they do the whole thing of like, yeah, you put your hand up, you know, uh, the the whole truth that the but the truth so help you god yeah you gotta take your hand off your crotch and put it up you know it's the whole like you you resign your penis to the state like what the what what the uh like what the barista was asking you to do phil exactly yeah yeah please stop touching your penis in the starbucks 
Well, what, Josiah, what is a penis but just a straw? You know, am I right? And no, my no, state, no, New Jersey. No, no. That is the worst. I think that may be the worst thing that you've said. And that is, I've but, said that a lot, but the imagery behind that is so uncomfortable. So we're just going like, to move I on. But like, I mean, think that. about no, it. No, like, we're you not, know, we're no, I'm my not state thinking has about banned it. We're not straws. thinking about it. We're not, no, So what we're else are you supposed to do? We're not thinking about it. I. We're not thinking about it. We're not thinking about it. What we are thinking about is, you know, advice from my friend who's having some legal problems. So when you're getting deposed, you can forget things, right? It's not unusual to quote you know, uh, my, my lovely friend here, Phil. It's not unusual, you know, yeah, to, it's not unusual. to forget things while you're being deposed. You try to, to like, have everything. You, you try to have all your ducks in a row, but you know, it doesn't always happen. Sometimes you forget things. Sometimes you forget things. Now, you would, like, so... You guys ever commit perjury by accident? All the time. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, Mammonberg is just one big perjury case waiting to happen. That's exactly. right. Exactly. That's true. That's very true. I lie all the time. Yeah. I, I'm lying right what, now. I'm not I, even I, Italian. I never read the articles that we talk about. Let me tell you. I just gotta uh, wing it. And... Oh, oh, you got some stuff in common with my friend then. Um <laughs> So, also, so who's this friend in question, Jackal? I mean, he seems like a stand-up fellow who's on the wrong side of the law. You know what I mean? Just somebody who's yeah, in the it, wrong place at the wrong time, exactly. saying yeah, things that the from, I come from a line of bootleggers. I get it. I understand. You know. You know. Like, I get yeah, it, man. On the other I get side it. Of the tracks. Sometimes and... you know you 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 say that a mass shooting didn't happen and children didn't really die a couple <laughs> times, and then suddenly. You know, and you're, the, like bad you're guy. the bad guy. Like, <laughs> holy shit. Wrong. I, don't... I thought this was supposed <laughs> to be America. I thought we were supposed to have freedom of speech. Like, holy yeah, shit. Yeah, I didn't realize we, we lived in fucking North Korea. God. Fucking cancel if I can't culture have bullshit. My, my free speech, my, my, my free speech is, is paramount to me. So Listen, I, they showed I me believe. the autopsy photographs, and, you know, I can say whatever I want. You know, I don't have to look at them. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You know, sometimes, you know, you make a couple goofs and gaffes. It's a part of, you know, the, it's a part of, you know, just being a human being. And, uh, yeah. You know, well, you know, it's yeah. better than oh, being that lion no demon rat Hillary Clinton. Am I right, fellas? That's right. Now, she lies another all the piece time. of, I, mean, I, just... I do have another question for you guys in regards to my friend. Um, should you, now, whenever you deal with a lawyer they usually tell you don't don't say anything publicly about like your legal case just like let me handle any yeah. public statements don't talk to, don't talk about it right yeah yeah i mean i usually disregard that and uh and photoshop fire over the judge um on my case and then and <laughs> exactly then like that. yeah because because who fucking wants to not talk about the big public case you're in i mean i mean yeah it's like a public case you know you get a I mean, dolled up can, in a nice is, little navy blue not, suit, you know? It is not defamation to call your judge a pedophile, right? No. 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 I mean, you know, he, he they like what they like, you know? I'm just pointing out the facts. I didn't know that you became a libertarian while we were operating as <laughs> that. Well, <laughs> well Jackson, Welcome to Mammonberg. Welcome, welcome to Mammonberg, everybody. Uh, the judge obviously visited a very specific pizza ra uh, restaurant under a very specific uh, a very specific time that that pizza restaurant oh, was no. engaging oh, in certain fuck. activities. We're, we're getting shut down by Hillary Clinton in the CIA. Oh, oh, that's, no. the, that's the music. That's the music coming in. Oh, shit. Welcome to Mammon. But it's over and over. Oh, 
With the slurs, with the slurs, the, the, walk, the whole the courtroom was looking at her. <laughs> Boots with the slurs. Pull, you got to pull that out some point later. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's so dumb. <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny. Okay. Um, we, we, we open on a courtroom. It's, it's, uh, it's a pretty tense case um, right now. The, the great... Uh, Phil, Phil under some scrutiny for uh, denying that the uh, the the Mammonberg uh, murder of those striking union workers forever ago. Uh, do you guys remember that? The the oh, I the, remember that. I, re- I I remember that. Yep. the The Phil show has been notorious for denying that this happened. Uh, coming to the stand is, of course, Phil's legal counsel, Jackal. Your Honor, I would uh my I would like to my my client my client was doing a bit to be clear first and <laughs> foremost he was just doing what what I what the internet kids call a little trolling do a little troll one now no, I was, did something go too far did some things go too far sure sure I'm not denying that not denying that at all but what I am saying is that it was for the bit. And who among us is not? No, I was I was one hundred percent serious. Goddamn Hillary Clinton! I was I was fucking one hundred percent serious. He doesn't mean that. He's playing a character. He's playing. He's playing a character. Now you're I'll never play a character. This is just me. Judge Judge Josiah stirs in his chair. That's me, and and looks down and goes, "Well, what what do you uh, make of this recent stream uh, from from the Phil show in which he says?" Everything I said is 100% serious. I am not kidding in any way, shape, or form. I am willing to uh, 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 certify what I've said with my hand on a Bible. Yeah, and I, I take the Bible very seriously. I'm a, I'm a Bible-believing <laughs> Christian, so I wouldn't lie to um, the Bible. Uh, well, uh, oh, you, you, well, Your Honor, there's a very, well, you know, uh, <laughs> Your Honor, there's a, there's a very, very simple explanation behind this, Your Honor. Um, it's, uh, um, uh, performance art. Mm. I mm, think artists are faggots. <laughs> you can't convince me to do art. Oh, God. All right. I'm Josiah. That was Phil. Jackal's over here. <laughs> and this is Mammonberg, everybody. I don't think we can top that. <laughs> I, I will say that, that Phil is queer, so he's allowed to say that. It's fine. All right. He, it's, it's, uh, it, uh, it's, it's fine. We, we, the, the only slurs that get used on the show are the ones that, uh, that uh, we, we can say, like, <laughs> oh, God. No. Yeah, and Whitey. Uh, and Whitey, yeah. <laughs> like, Mayo. Cottage cheese. Yogurt. Jesus. We're going hard. We're we're back from our hiatus and we've already dropped two 
pretty big slurs. <laughs> I can keep it going if you want. No, we're good. We're good. We're good. You can, um, uh, I'm keeping. I'm keeping them in. <laughs> you can. You can bleep the. I think it might be funnier if you it's just a long bleep. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, we're at we're at Mammonberg. This is episode fifty-one. This isn't episode fifty. No, no. The, it wasn't episode fifty. Great. It was a uh, you know episode yeah, fifty. Was like the True Allegiance. True Allegiance. Yeah. Part. It's a, a forthcoming. Everything you know. Everything after that is gonna be uh, you know smooth sailing from there. I like the part uh, where the president's balls get squeezed really hard. And it hurts. Yeah, we did some. There's a weird. There was a. There was a weird. Uh, that that was a weird uh, contribution. That's a weird part, psychosexual plotline written by Ben Shapiro. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, like really for some reason it. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez shows up and starts stepping on like the president. It's and... yeah, it's kind of strange. I didn't realize that True Allegiance was like a like a wild at heart erotic thriller when we went in. But yeah, it's weird. You know. I don't. I don't really like, understand uh, you, it. hundred percent. You, uh, you guys know no crash. It's kind of like crash, but about like <laughs> without the gay sex. Without the, the oh, gay, absolutely gay, without that. Yeah, part. it's only got it's like scary gay sex in it. Yeah, it only has like that. milk test, like milk toast heterosexual sex. You know, mm-hmm. as God. But uh, written written in a way that it makes it seem that oh, whoever is writing this definitely is only paying attention to one side of the. Uh, to, to yeah. one side of the of uh, of the intercourse. I uh I watched um oh what was it Firebirds, a Nick Cage movie recently. Oh, because I've cut that out of the cold open. So I'll say again, I'm working on trying to make Nick Cage my most watched star on Letterboxd. And I watched Firebirds, which is his like it's like a Top Gun ripoff. If then all the homoeroticness of Top Gun was ripped out, and it was just like him harassing his female employee, like female coworker trying to get her to go out with him again and then like a little bit of them flying around in helicopters it was fucking awful it was like the worst nick cage movie i think i've seen thus oh far. my god just wait till you get like the vampire one that one's like oh, the vampire one's good no 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 i defend i will defend that i will defend vampire's kiss that is a great movie i already got there oh my god watch it watch it again with new eyes new watch eyes. it watch it like if possession was a comedy oh my that's, god that's what it is <laughs> that's uh, brilliant. I, no we were, um, we were talking about before about uh about a movie hot takes uh i think my hot take is that i i think that the uh the 2007 ghost rider movie is legitimately good i think that that is i'm that gonna it gets that's on my visiting hate. list for my nick cage list i've made so i'll see if i agree with you in a few weeks it gets far too much hate in my opinion. It's uh, it it is a very fun movie. I was telling you about this last night, Jackal. Um, I watched Time to Kill with Nick Cage, which is like an Italian movie he's in, and it has in like really low reviews on Letterboxd anyway. But I think they're unwarranted. But I think that people went in because they're like, I want to see goofy '80s Nick Cage freaking out, and they come in, and it's like Nick Cage as like a really, really racist Italian fascist. Um, so he's just your average Italian idea. man, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, but it is it is a uh, uh, pretty good, I think. But we'll see what um, you, you think. You sent me you sent me the the thing, so I'm I'm I I, I am excited to watch it. Um, I am a, a Nicolas Cage connoisseur. I I've mm. seen many many. If there is a Nicolas Cage is one of those actors who, when he's in something, that's the thing that makes me want to go see the movie. Uh, have you seen Have you seen Vampire's Kiss? 
No, no, I have not. Oh, you got to do it. It's pretty good. I, I, I think I've not yeah. seen Vampire's Kiss. No, the, I mean the thing about I, like Nick that, Cage that has been in one movie that like intersects with our like you know Christian media Left podcast, whatever the fuck we cover on this show. Uh, Left Behind. Left Behind, which is the wor- which is the worst Left Behind movie because uh, my parents. See, the thing is... I've never seen it. My parents are not evangelicals. But uh, one time we accidentally rented, because we were... Like, my dad used to have a habit of renting um, bad disaster movies. Like, uh, he once rented over Netflix back when you could get Netflix DVDs. Like, you still can, yeah. but, like, nobody uses it for that. And I think they're discontinuing the service. But back when you could get... Yeah, that's get, what we used to do. Yeah. yeah, back when you could get DVDs shipped to your house through Netflix, you know, uh, he actually, like... um. He got this, um, he got this movie called Ice Twisters. So that shows, like, the kinds of movies my dad was, like, renting during that time. It was just really bad. <laughs> it was really bad shit his coworker would recommend to him for a laugh. Like, I saw this really bad movie, you should watch it. It's funny, and how bad it is. And then he recommended Left Behind to my dad. So my dad ended up accidentally, like, renting the original Left Behind. Not the Nick Cage one, the one that was, like, actually from... Yeah. Yeah, the, like, uh, the Kirk Cameron one. The Kirk yeah. Cameron one. Everyone's favorite oh, yeah. evangelical Kirk Cameron. I love, I love my buddy, my buddy Kirk. Uh, and the entire movie is just insane, just from start to finish. I, I am so lucky that, like, although I was raised much more evangelical than you, Phil. One of the things is my dad being reformed. He was all millennial, not pre millennial, about like end time stuff. So he did not. I did not get the the fear of end times stoked in me quite the same way as my my peers. Because my dad was like, "Yeah, Revelations is mostly metaphorical." And then the the only thing that got me freaked out about like end time stuff was. Um, I went to a few charismatic Bible camps at various points, and then there they were always like, maybe the locusts in Revelations represent helicopters. You think oh, of that? God. Uh, <laughs> the best thing about Revelations is like, yeah, Jesus will come back, but like, you know, no rush. <laughs> but um, it's not going anyway, like because of that. I I did not consume any left behind. Is what I was getting at with that. Um, because I was not and, uh, not in my... that, into that theology. My folks were normal. Um, so yeah, there wasn't my, anything my folks that... were all are also normal. So, uh, revelations so is I, mostly I, like I, you know Christ will come again, but like you know on his own time. At some point. You know, no, you I just do, like I look at your question. watch and you're just like, yeah, he's he's coming back. You know, just give him. Now, some have time. you have you have you seen the trust with Nicholas Cage and Elijah Wood? No, I've not. It's great. You should watch it. The trust. We talked about a... Pig on the show at one point. Oh, I finally yeah. saw Pig, Pig recently. Pig is so it's good. good. It's it's, like, good. it's actually it's a, a film that has good Christian ethics and critiques the culinary industry all in one film. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, I liked it. Um, I think my favorite Nick Cage thus far might be, um, I don't know, it might actually be Vampire's Kiss. I, I That feels cheap, but I... <laughs> really? Let me, thus far. Of all of the... Because I'm in the 80s. How many have you watched? uh let me let me look let me look uh well yeah i mean i guess one of the controversial ones is i've watched wild at heart recently but i think i actually was kind of indifferent to wild at heart i know i know david lynch fanboys will be mad at me about that but i'm a david um, lynch fan and that's not really i mean it's not a big one yeah well okay you know what uh yeah yeah you're right i I saw Birdie. That was really good. Uh, Moonstruck was better than I thought it would be. Racing with the Moon is really good. And uh, Rumblefish is really good, but not because of Nick Cage. So it kind of feels like cheating to put that as 
one, but I really liked Rumblefish and Cotton Club, the Coppola ones with him. Anyway, they're all pretty good. Like his 80s stuff is good. Um, the funniest performance I think I've seen thus far, aside from Vampire's Kiss, obviously, is uh, Peggy Sue Got Married, um, because that was the that was the Coppola kind of like rom-com kind of movie that he got dragged into, and he only agreed to it after Coppola kept nagging him if he could do like a really terrible performance in it. So it's like mostly a pretty normal like woman passes out and then wakes up in high school and relives, you know, meeting her husband and stuff again. And her husband, but like high school sweetheart, is Nick Cage, who talks like Pee Wee Herman through the whole fucking movie, even though he's That's supposed awful. to be like the heartthrob. <laughs> he's always like, talk- someone said uh, on Letterboxd, he talks like he's a banana. And I couldn't stop laughing at that. <laughs> What else did I... I've seen... Did you... Uh, well, you're. are you only watching the 80s stuff right now, or have you, like, been jumping around? I just hit the 90s. Um, I just hit the 90s yesterday with Wild at Heart and Firebirds. Okay. You haven't so, seen... Um, we'll there. You haven't seen uh, Honeymoon in Vegas. You haven't seen... No, I think that's... Uh, that and Zandalee, I think, are the next ones I'm watching, actually. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, oh, you, Z- haven't, you haven't seen, like, either, like, uh, like The Rock or Con Air or... Uh... No, no, oh, that's coming up. Though. Yes, the Nicolas Cage like is, staunch I, action movie age. I, I, uh, unironically, that is a, I, that is a guilty pleasure movie of mine. I, I like it a lot more than I think I, I, I should. I was like action movie direct to video stuff because right now he's in more like. I don't know, he's getting cast as, like, kind of a young Italian heartthrob in a lot of stuff, is, like, what I'm seeing right now. Like, Moonstruck, he's kind of that. Um, yeah, no, you'll, but... he, his action movie phase is uh, something. Uh, there's good stuff in it, though. Like, I, I do think that, oh, like, yeah. uh, on a, like, I think that Face Off is a, I enjoy it a lot, probably more than, yeah. again, it, it gets, you know, ragged on a bit, a but lot I think that it is yeah. a good movie. Um, yeah, there's a there's a really like legitimately good one called Eight Millimeter um, that he did in oh, what year? Ninety eight, ninety. I want to say like either like ninety eight or ninety nine. Um, yeah, that is about he's like a private investigator that's been hired to uh, go find uh, uh, like it, it's it, to like keep to go find um, like the snuff film that th- this family has like hired him to go find the snuff film of. Uh, like well, first it's like to find something about the daughter, but they do know that that like the daughter's dead, and they're trying to find um uh like they're they're trying to find like well what what happened like here um because like I think it originally goes that the a widow a widow hires him um because she after her husband died she found uh who who was like a a, a rich dude um she found as she was uh you know taking care of the estate she found something in a safe of his which was a you know eight millimeter snuff film oh okay uh she wants to find out is this real and through that that's where he discovers about the family and about everything sort of in connection with it it was written by the guy who wrote who wrote seven and it was it was directed by joel schumacher uh that one uh that one was not in my my list i made so i threw it in so I will get to no, it eventually. It's, it, it is but, a very yeah. good movie. Um, it's not as like I remember that the writer was for, for it was really upset because he wanted it to be darker, but it's a pretty bleak yeah. movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it has like that those little rays of like humanity in it. But mm-hmm. you know, it's it's got like the similar vibe that Seven has in terms of like yeah, it's very grody, trudging through the moral decay of uh of yeah. of humanity. 
Um, but uh, um, I, I should say before we get too much farther, we're going to talk a bit about Alex Jones today, everybody. And then also, um, I you know, we just haven't done an episode in a while. So it really, we're just catching up. We're just recording while we're all catching up as friends. This is a friend episode. Um, and if for, for all seriousness here, the True Allegiance episode is coming out. We're still going to count it as our 50th episode. But uh, there's been some delays. Uh, I'm not going to name names. I was sick with the sinus infection, so I wasn't I'm not able to record my lines. <laughs> I'm about busy. people struggling to record <laughs> their parts. <laughs> Did you record? However, your parts maybe as these people are in the room with us. <laughs> you know, you know, just uh, maybe, maybe this is why you got canceled. This right here is why you got canceled. Yeah, my <laughs> look. Say, I joined that Twitter space you guys did. And I kept texting Finch to yell at you about <laughs> recording your part. Oh fuck! I was on but yeah, one we're just Twitter hanging space. out. So, uh, but just yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. But we just, uh, we just were, we we're missing, we we're just missing hanging out every Saturday morning like we do. So, yeah, we're back, yeah, baby. We got got up a little too we're early, back, baby. Video, but whatever. Yeah, it's it's gonna be good. So we're just off timeline right now, and then once the True Allegiance episode comes back on, we're click back in. Exactly. And we're back in the real time. And then we we're we're back in. A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P Q R S T U V W X Y Z. That's all you have to do. I was a little drunk. Plus, I was horny. Yeah, so aside from from uh, you know Nicolas Cage movies, uh, we do have a few things to sort of. In the meantime, that while we've been you know on our little sabbatical, um, some things have have gone on. Uh, so you guys, uh, the uh, the Twitter deal with with uh, Elon Musk kind of imploded, um, and now he's uh, yeah, dealing with a, a little court case that. Uh, <laughs> because like because he was backing out, Twitter is now saying, "Well, no, you've got to like pay." So there, I think that the options are like that: either he has to go buy Twitter anyway, or because of the like the damages that he's done to the stock, that he has to he he has to give them uh, like compensatory money. Um, which I hope might oh be my even God. more than it'd be so funny if was. he had to buy Twitter and it like collapsed the Californian car economy. That'd be so funny. Because oh, everybody knows oh. that, like, the, the only way, the only reason Tesla's as rich as it is is because it sells the excess. It doesn't really make that much in car purchases. It makes most of its money in supplying uh, green energy vehicles, uh, clean emission vehicles, for the state of California because of a strange law that was uh, put in place after, like, the, the smog day in Los Angeles where they were like, we need cars with little emissions and we need uh, car manufacturers in California to produce X amount of um, cars with zero emissions. So it would just be great if he has to use all of his financial assets to buy Twitter. And it just leads to the collapse of the, the fucking Californian car economy. Because then all of the car companies... <laughs> all of the car companies that buy excess stock... Like, the excess tokens that uh, Tesla sells and generates for, like, zero emission cars... Like, they just can't sell them anymore, so it just leads to, like, an implosion because they can't produce as much vehicles because they're basically bankrupt. Oh my god, that's, uh, that's what dreams like to, are made of. Uh, I'd also like to uh, to state that he does not have, like, what the Twitter deal amount, which was 
She held a lot. I think it was a billion? How much? He has got to buy the like, entire thing, and it's a lot of liquid cash. Like, he can't... I don't think he can get no, a loan No, uh, 44 billion. Um, the offer was yeah, he's gonna buy Twitter billion. for that like full sale. Like he can't, he can't just and be like, whatever, uh, you know what, man, you know. He doesn't. He doesn't have the liquid capital for that. He doesn't. Like I don't think that there's any billionaire who who has that much liquid capital on hand at uh, so at any given mm-hmm. time. Yeah, at any given time. So he's kind of cornered himself, and the deal was went on for quite a bit with a lot of back and forths about Twitter bots. Uh, that was sort of like the hang up. I kind of think of it more as that he was doing this as a like uh he was doing this as like a, a way as to like back away from the deal because it seems that like he didn't make this this offer in the best of mindsets. No. Um, he's been you know going through some stuff. Uh, we found out that he he had a he fathered two twins with a mm. with I think it was a Tesla executive. Wait, what? <laughs> Oh, you didn't. You missed that. You missed that, Phil. He's impregnated another woman. When will he stop? He when well, when did you uh, see the whole thing about his, well, uh, his, his dad. dad? Oh no, I know <laughs> that. Was Actually, dad. let's take a brief. Really let's take a brief detour. Um, like father, like detour. fucking son. Am I right, fellas? We're gonna take a brief t- detour, everybody. Uh, I guess uh, should I should we do a trigger warning? Yeah, yeah. Sh- yeah uh, go f- this is not trigger warning. Uh, rape. Not I I maybe uh uh, uh incest yeah, I mean well legit yeah. grooming yeah grooming would maybe be a word that's lost all meaning but would be the correct term for it yeah bad In this situation. it's bad <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, trigger <okay>. warning bad <laughs> very yeah, trigger warning bad it's bad it's all bad all bad all the way it's, down it's all just so it's so bad um so Elon Musk did not just spawn from the from the the blood of uh, of various uh, South Af- black black South Africans being beaten to death by a a, a white uh, South African cop, uh, though sort we of wish like he how did. though we though, though we wish though it would that would seem that that would be the the uh, the most optimal origin for him or you know that like as as like a miner was was like uh was hitting a diamond mine with it with his pick that his hand slipped and from. The, uh, the the collision with the with the pick with his blood, he emerged like uh, like Athena from from Zeus's forehead. No, um, he he had a dad. Um, he, his family history is is not. I guess it's kind of interesting. He I think his great great grandfather was uh, American, um, and that he went to South Africa because uh, he he vibed with it with a, a little more. Uh, oh, should, oh, should, oh should, I, I wonder what that means. I wonder. It's it's because he liked the he he liked the lions and the zebras. Yeah, know? that's it. It yeah, sounds that's, right that's to that's me. What I, that's what he, that's what he liked. So his dad uh, and I I was originally going to use. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I, I'm gonna. So, Phil, you you, we're, you live in the Tri-State area, so you know the New York Post. Oh yeah, I, everybody loves the New York Post. It's everyone's favorite, uh, like schizophrenic political magazine. It is a. Uh, it's a Murdoch rag. It's fucking awful. Um, and I just want to briefly state that the way that they talk about this is pretty fucking gross. Uh, but oh <laughs> yeah, uh, opening line of the New York Post uh, article is Elon Musk's lusty dad, Errol. lusty dad, lusty father. <laughs> no, Jesus Christ. I mean, yes, he's he's doing the sin of lust, but not in not in not like that. <laughs> so, Errol Musk, who is Elon Musk's dad, who 
to be let will be completely transport parent. Elon Musk hates his dad. Let me he be clear. Hates him. Like a lot, which you know what? Understand, understandably so. Yeah, we also hate what we're about to get Elon. into. You're not, we you're also, not special. We also we stand hate with uh, Elon think, Musk here. Yeah. I think that there was like a, a thing that also came out recently in an interview where he said, "Like, oh yeah, no, I'm not proud of my son. What the fuck has he done?" <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah. Uh, he's well, here, right though, but he's four terrible. days ago uh, is uh, <laughs> four days ago. Here's a Yahoo article and told titled errol musk reveals why he's not proud of his son <laughs> he's that can you he's imagine that very proud of his other son your dad can you imagine your dad like mom. publicly talking about why he's not proud of you that's awesome <laughs> yeah so you fucking reporters uh, my son's a fucking dickhead tech magnate look at my other son he's got a cowboy hat and makes him fucking cool <laughs> Errol Musk, um, who's seventy six, recently uh, he announced that that he he's that he he's a he's a daddy again. Oh God! Uh, he welcomed it's a it's a baby girl uh, in January. Uh, January? Uh, no, no, not January. Was it January? No. Um, yeah, no. Uh, he he's he's got a new baby girl with uh, Jaina, who was thirty five uh, back in twenty nineteen. But he only oh. confirmed that this happened uh, on on uh, like this year. In yep. he was interview in an interview with the uh, also rag mm. in, in uh, um, a another rag in, in good company with the New York Post, uh, the Sun. To quote a great man who uh, speaks for us all in matters such as these, um, Errol Musk's response was basically, "I, I got to get the voice. I got to I got to do the voice." Uh, Fuck oh, no. uh, up yours, woke moralists. Uh, we'll see who cancels who. That was Phil. I love you. That was great. That was great. Um. So um, they also uh, this the couple has a a, a five year old boy named Elliot Rush, uh, who was born in twenty seventeen. Now, I thought for a second think, my like well, poison brain thought you said Elliot Roger for five seconds. And yeah, my brain went to some dark places. Imagine? Can you imagine right. that? We, thankfully, we, we that is not the case. Um, so you might think, well, you know, that's gross. But it, we've all, it's not unusual that there's, uh, you know, gross old rich dudes um, get hey, married. Well, with, there's to, that phrase again. To, it's not unusual. Wow, that's been that unusual? this has been happening a lot today, I guess. We got to get to what he actually did. Uh, so um, <laughs> this... Uh, his so um he Jane is his yes. stepdaughter. Yeah, from, um, his, his the mother is his stepdaughter. To uh so to, was... to make this very simple for the for the all the listeners out there, he pulled a Woody Allen. Yeah. yeah oh boy, exactly. did he uh, twice? So uh, he this in this situation, Jaina was is Elon Musk's stepsister that he was growing up with um, as he was mm. you know reaching at adolescence. Because mm. Elon Musk's birth mom, uh, Errol divorced her because I think she was getting into her 30s. Uh, and it's, Elon Musk's mom is not like, she. she's a pretty woman. She's pretty. Um, he, oh, he was just, she was just too old for him at that point. You know, he's got a, you know, he's, give, a, give a, second, he's a real cradle robber, Jackal. Hold on, hold on. He's like a shark. You know, there's fresh chum in the water and he goes directly for it instead of the old stuff. You know what I'm saying? Jackal's, I think, taking a phone call. Oh. 
I wish I could take a phone call just about that. <laughs> I'm gonna get some coffee real quick. Sorry about that. There was a there was a doorbell. Um, I think it was like someone from the from the city about something. I don't know. We we left off. We left off with that. It was his stepdaughter. Errol dun dun Musk. dun! Oh my god, he's a shitty cum goblin. Oh no. Uh yeah. All right. Let me guess. We got. This. He's a horrible little goblin man, and nothing nothing can stray him from that path. He knows what he's yeah, done. Yeah, uh, so it would turn out that uh, that is uh, his daughter that uh, Elon Musk uh, grew up with. Um, his stepdaughter that he grew up with and that he now has two children with. Uh, he said, <laughs> I, I think as a way to maybe make it seem less fucking gross as to what he was doing, uh, that he said, oh, well, we don't live together. The, you know, the, uh-huh. the age gap, uh-huh. that's just oh, too... That's uh, normal. <laughs> yeah. You know, think of me like her sperm donor, you know? Oh. He admitted that it was unplanned. Uh, Oh, God. You know, spontaneous. Um, You know, everybody has spontaneous sex with their stepchildren. Everybody knows this. Yeah. He says that it is his, uh, that he believes that it is, that that's why we're here. Yep, um, there, there it is. There's the weird, uh, there's the weird, like, genealogy shit that I I remember him saying. He said, uh... Uh, he hasn't ruled out the possibility of having more children, despite uh, fucking everything in this situation. Oh, you know. It should be, I should clarify that, uh, Jaina was raised by him from the age of four. Mmm. You know, just like, uh, you know, everybody, you know, who hasn't, who hasn't done that? That's that's such a normal thing to do. What a great, what a great society. I'm, I'm sure uh, he said that uh, if I could have shower. another child, I would. I can't really see. I can't see any reason not to. He believes that that is why humans are here uh, to just continue to, to fuck. I don't know. Increase the birth rate or something. You know, I'm 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 positively one hundred percent sure, Jackal. I'm just I'm so sure. You know, Errol Musk. Uh, you know, will not receive intense and um fiery judgment by uh, our lord jesus christ uh for the yeah. sins of man yeah he's just trying to increase the birth rate yeah you know. and you know as a white south african i'm sure there isn't a specific caveat to which birth rate he's wanting to raise no you know it's just you know, no, yeah. it's just impartial you know it's it's yeah we need to have more Maybe. kids this quote, you know, this quote here is sending me. uh i i can't fucking believe that he said this uh I have about six pe- six people, women, who claim that their child is my child right now. Obviously, they're opportunists. He stated, but there was a sp- there was a he says there was a period in Johannesburg in the eighties that I was uh, going out with different women every night. I have plenty of dates, so it's quite conceivable that one of them could actually come back and say, "This is your child." It is possible. Too fucking. It's wow. so gross. That's yep. so great, man. I'm very, very proud that you had lots of unprotected sex with women i'm so happy and to tie this back with uh with his 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 son elon elon uh, has come off the uh has sort of come off of uh with sort of a revelation that he had uh he had twins with a uh, uh with uh, a, a a a uh an executive from Neuralink, his his brain chip company that's not uh, listen, Jackal. That's not the only shit. Exploding and when this came out, Neuralink, he tweeted you know that uh, he t- he tweeted doing my best to help the underpopulation crisis. 
Yeah, uh, that's a collapsing So Elon Musk has a breeding kink danger. that we can cancel him for. Okay, that's good news. Is a is the biggest danger civilization faces by far. Uh, the, they were. It, they were bored weeks before Musk, uh, uh, his second child with Grimes was bored. Oh my god. Why, he, he was uh, cheating on Grimes? Oh no. Now I have to, and now I have to be mad at Elon Musk. Oh no. I, I liked him before now. He flawless up until this point. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, he never did rock. A moral beacon that, uh, we could a, all aspire there, there's to. There's something deeply, uh... Something deeply wrong with uh with this family. Yeah. If listen, uh, I I say this with great prejudice. If I could make someone's entire like the entirety of all the like semen in their balls explode simultaneously, I I would do that to Elon Musk and his father. I yeah. think that'd be great. Well, it's like it's like you know I'm sure some like Freudian psychoanalyst type could do a lot with that family because it feels like there's just these like psychosexual neuroses that just keep getting passed down with that family <laughs> just you know uh, it's not it's not good stuff folks everyone likes a good horrible horrible sex family you know it's but yeah so that's that's what's going on with the musk family um and boy and then, does it leave a bad taste in my fucking mouth yeah and then yeah the the twitter deal fell apart I don't know. Is there any other news going on? I mean, Nancy Pelosi visited Taiwan, and then there's the Alex Jones case. Those are like the big ones I, I think of. Man, it would be cool if we had made a potential topic. Um, I'm thinking about that now. The, so that it isn't just me pitching random things that I've heard. Things uh, that I've heard. Hearsay and conjecture. Hearsay and conjecture. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. So what brings you to Springfield, Mr. Musk? What did bring me to Springfield? Well, to start with, I'm an idea man. It's my race law data. Raisin data. I've hit a dry patch. I'm blocked. Baba Booey. Yeah, I want to talk about the Alex Jones stuff and Jackers back in chat here. I've seen people, like, st see, the thing is that Alex Jones will say one thing about, like, Hillary Clinton being bad, and, like, a bunch of, like, Stan accounts will be like, yeah, Hillary Clinton is bad, and, like, yeah, but he also, like, he also did this fucked up shit, guys, you know, he's, he's, like, well, a villain. That's the thing about Alex Jones, is if he just stayed as, like, a guy who was really freaked out about Bohemian Grove, like, ultimately not that bad you know but it's like as he was book. foraying into this this bullshit it's just yeah because like that book good. you recommended to me where that like journalist follows like alex jones around. yeah john ronson's book for them and it's just yeah. like it's such a surreal experience because it's just like alex jones just spouting off like some insane nonsense like like but, like, he's still more coherent than he is now, which is concerning. Yeah, yeah, well, it's, it's, yeah. He, he's still insane. He's always been insane, but it, it used to be more like a, you know, there's a, a cabal of satanic millionaire, you know, billionaires running the world. Which, mind so, you, like, rich people like occultism for, like, certain reasons. They like it because they don't have anywhere else yeah. to accrue power so it doesn't surprise me that people like who are rich 
would dabble in the occult, but I don't think that has any, like... I mean, maybe it has some material effect. We'd never know until I get to ask Jesus face-to-face, Hey, did the, does, does the whole human sacrifice thing... Does that actually give them worldly power, or is that just for Sorry. fun? Welcome back, Jackal. Sorry, call uh, from my dad. Um, all right. Uh, we, uh, we, we talked a little bit about Alex Jones. So. Okay, all right, you already started. We're setting the seeds. Well, setting the scene for you, because I don't know a lot about the trial. So, Okay, all right. So, Alex Jones, uh, to, to go back a bit, Alex Jones is not... Has, talked a lot of shit throughout his his career um but the biggest thing that happened with him he's not you know um it's not new for him to like take you know mass tragedies and make conspiracy uh, to take mass tragedies that's kind of like what infowars is essentially yeah um that the thing that got him on the map at first was the uh um was waco and then it was uh, really he got uh, on the map for Oklahoma Waco City. That's where it started. Um, and then it was uh, it was Oklahoma City. And then you know, infamously, nine eleven, um, where he said that he predicted the attacks. He did not. Um, if you well, just what's say, his take on Waco? Well, the feds. The I mean, probably a David. He was a David Crush defender. He was, yeah, yeah. Which um, I mean, don't get me wrong. David Crush was a piece of shit, but. He he is right insofar as the state did not handle that situation well. Yeah. No, no. When you look into Um, like the details of Waco, it was very clear that they just disregarded the people there. Yeah, it was a disaster for sure. But also David Koresh did have child brides, so you know, balance. Yes, yes. It's not that that's not David Koresh wasn't a good guy, but all those people who like burned to death in the basement uh didn't deserve to die. Yeah, because the child brides died. Like (laughs) They did, yes. They did they did die. It, it really I think that wasn't, there was some kind like, of. But, I think there was some kind of audio that came out a while ago that was like that some of it was on David's part of like that David was giving orders to escalate things. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. I'll. I. I don't quote me on that. I'll have to look back. But that's where it's a it, really it, complicated it, trial. Well, not trial. Uh, there was not a trial that that came from from that. It was a very complicated case that. Uh, yeah, there was like a um, hearing post Waco where they were like yeah, just talking the, about the, details. Of trying yeah. to figure out what the fuck happened, um, but that—that's where anyway. it, it first. That's where like it first came out for Alex Jones was Waco, and to you know, just to clarify, I'm not Alex Jones expert, um, and we're not going to be able to encapsulate the entirety of his career leading up to Sandy Hook. If you would like to do that, um, go listen to the podcast Knowledge Fight. They've got literally hundreds mm-hmm. upon hundreds of episodes just breaking down. Everything about Alex Jones. Everything. Their podcast um, is named Knowledge Fight. That's so cool. Because it's like, it's, like, a, it's the anti Info fun. Wars. That's funny. Yes, yeah. it is. Uh, yeah. It is. It's very good. If you, it is probably the best. It out of every sort of like journalistic takedown or analysis of Alex Jones, this is the best because it it truly gets into his world and the character of who he is, and truly like understands like where all of this comes from which is that the well alex who jones is, is alex jones yeah and that alex jones is a is an anti is a uh is a john birch society anti-communist um whose dad was in the john birch society um uh, whose reactionary tendencies have sort of taken him uh to this point uh and that he holds yeah, very you know yeah. uh, reactionary views 
uh, while claiming to be like a libertarian when he absolutely, even other libertarians would find fault in his fundamentalism. Um, he also says that he, yeah. uh, that he, that God speaks to him, that he fights the devil, that his enemies are the devil. Well, I mean, um, listen, I, I'm the same Alex Jones. I'm a good Bible believing Christian in my baptism. I had to, when I was a goo goo gaga little baby, had to renounce Satan and all his work. So, you know, I, we're in the same boat, you and I. You know, we're both yeah. we're we're both out here fighting Satan. Yeah. You know, we're, you, fi- we're yeah, both you, fighting the Phil, Phil, you you uh you famously believe that uh that transgender people are are are, uh, are pot belly vampires. They're pot belly vampires, but I support them a hundred percent. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely i i i similarly freak get freaked out by the bilderberg group so i, Which I i'm you with should. them on that one. like you should yeah, like he that, does that... like there are things where it's like yeah no but like i i agree broadly here but the direction that you're going in is just listen to him like just let him keep talking and then you get oh well, okay all right well that's the thing because bohemian grove like this is a case with a lot of conspiracy theories like this was a thesis we used to play with on vlvc a lot where it was like the broad strokes of a conspiracy, th- most conspiracy theories are onto something and then they get caught up in some strange detail and don't look at the big picture ever. So it's like Bohemian, Gro- like, like Bilderberg group, Bohemian Grove, all that shit. Like you talking about like rich people do evil shit. Yeah, for sure. But once you're like trying to actually find like where they do the child sacrifice rituals, it's like, okay, you're getting too caught up in like the, the, you know aesthetics of the whole thing and less on the broader more boring reality which is that these things are like big fraternal groups for the most evil men in the world that mostly just you know they 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 do the occultic vibe shit because it's like any fraternity or the freemasons or whatever it gives them a sense of pomp yeah Yeah. they're usually comprised of the upper echelons of society too it's like the people who get into very select fraternities on the record like not on records on like yeah it's it's you like know. hazing you know yeah, what i mean like it's just it's also that yeah. it's because they're fucking bored they want like to for like their shit to mean something so what do they do they do some ritualized behavior that's essentially just fucking hazing yeah exactly like so it, it's not to say know. that broadly is something like you know bohemian Gro- grove that he was correct on that, or even to a much further stretch, Waco. Maybe, maybe there's something there, but then you just let him keep talking, and then it's revealed, like, oh, what the <laughs> fuck do you mean? So, it's, it, that's where he was, he really got to start. 9-11 is what kicked him off, where he was like, oh, yeah, no, like, he's a, he's above the left-right paradigm. Um, He was not. Um, he totally, was like George Totally Bush. above the uh, left-right paradigm, folks. Radical, radical centrist Alex radical Jones. Radical centrist Alex Jones, he baby. He will claim that. Like, he will claim that, but his centrism is, uh, ra- like, uh, a, like, John Birch anti-communism. Well, uh, I, yeah, I, that's his I hate to bring up, um, so I hate to bring up my personal life in this. No, I bring up my personal life all the time. What the fuck am I saying? Anyway, um, <laughs> I was talking to my dad about Alex Jones recently and my dad, you know, my dad is, you know, big into like kind of mainstream politics. He's definitely like left of center, but you know, my, my dad was kind of like, oh, you know, I don't think Alex Jones is kind of representative of the right. My dad has a little mm. too much faith in where the right is headed, especially now. And I'm like, I'm trying to tell him that, like, Alex Jones is popular. Alex Jones, like, they're, yeah. 
There's an InfoWars sticker on a lamppost in my town. Like, people... not That's anecdotal, obviously. Like, that... Oh, just because one sticker on one lamppost. But he's... He's more popular than people he's, think, and his ideas he, catch on he, he's well, pretty also, quickly. Well, he, still is, he still is less popular than what he says he is, where he says that, he, no, he's a, world leader, a world leader's watching a show. He's fringe, but he's... A lot of his but, sentiments are echoed by politicians who are like, on the mainstream fringe right anymore. Now. I think that he's actually pretty... Yeah. In terms of where the where the right wing, especially the Republican uh, Party, is is in this country, he's not as as fringe as they probably would want him to be. Especially, he was the no. uh, one of the first people that... Uh, well, no, he wasn't the first. Uh, he was one of the first that, that endorsed Trump. Um, but he... Yeah. Uh, but at first he called that, Trump... That hot-ticket Alex Jones endorsement, folks. Well, yeah, this, and then like he, back, he went wait, on his show. This goes... No, um, Alex he went on. Um, uh, Trump went on his show, said that oh, I think that you'll be very, very happy with what I do with my when I if I become president, yada yada. Like that, that was uh, yeah. Like, he's and then you you know Infowars was given I think a White House press credential pass. Like it, it was Infowars during the Trump presidency was experiencing a like a high like before that it it only sort of was beginning to experience during the Bush years and then it was kind of lulling a bit in between the Obama years. With an exception to Sandy Hook and the Boston bombing, which is where, um, uh, like the big, a genesis to Sandy Hook is the Boston bombing. The Boston bombing, um, coverage from InfoWars was essentially Alex Jones, like, making shit up on the fly of how can, like, this benefit me. So who the suspects were to Alex Jones jumped a lot. Like, his narrative, and this is something you see often when he does this, the narrative is fluid. It changes. It doesn't... It, it, yeah, he, he yeah. has... Because at any time that there's something that happens, he either says, oh, it's like, a, you know, it was a, it was a black guy, uh, or it was a Muslim, or, you know, that there, it's a false flag um, uh, from either, yeah, like, yeah. A, a kid that was drugged up by the deep state, or, you know, uh, this, this guy that was drugged up by the deep state to make the, like, uh, you know, militia types look bad. That's, mm-hmm. uh, like, that's... Oh, my God. Like, so you're outline. telling me that all of the, the, the crazed, fringed, armed people are just completely 100% innocent, have no violent tendencies, wouldn't you think? Yes, no, yeah, uh, how well, would you ever say that Alex Jones' friends are, are violent? It, you know, so they the, just have, the, like, you know, mm. military gear and high-powered mm. rifles, and, you know, they're just really friendly guys, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I, I was gonna say, because, like, Alex Jones is fringe, but I think what the last 10 years has especially showed is that we need to pay, pay attention to the fringe, because... They do shift the rest of the right with them because, like, that's been how that's been going with like the Trump admin. I think I think that was something that um uh that Lucas and Demetrius said when they came on and did that the Christian nationalism episode we did way back last fall, where they're like, you know, you got to take the fringe seriously. And I you know I I've, I've been consistently thinking of that with like um uh, I've been off and on reading Shadow Network by Ann Nelson, and it's kind of a similar argument talking about like the Birch Society and. A lot of that, and then the um, oh, I think it was the most recent "Know Your Enemy" episode with um, with John Huntington, where they they made the similar argument. It's like I, I you know, we we people who write histories of the right in America like to focus on like the William Buckleys and the you know that that kind of like the the more res- even though those people were still pieces of shit, they're like the the responsible like oh, I'm the intellectual conservative, but like the conservative movement gets shifted more by people like Alex Jones or whatever than people 
Yeah, I, I know that Know Your Enemy you're talking about, Josiah. I listened to it. It's yeah. the radicals that are the ones that actually yeah. kind of define the political narrative. The far-right vanguard is the phrase that Huntington uses, and I think that's right. Because, yeah, your average person doesn't listen to Alex Jones, um, but Alex Jones's ideas get filtered through a number of other right-wing media and then trickle down. It is like a vanguard, you know? And, you know, that as like someone like Tucker Carlson probably would have been unthinkable in the public eye 10 years ago and now he's he is mainstream he is uh Um, he is when when i finally become an episcopalian officially josiah and uh now that you're episcopalian as well he is our dark adversary he is the reverse flash of the the episcopalians on the on the podcast he is just uh everything we hate and it's funny that you bring up uh you bring up Tucker Carlson, who is tied with Alex Jones, where a lot of stuff from 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 Alex gets filtered down to Tucker, um, and vice versa. Yep. Uh, obviously, Tucker is more popular than Alex because um, he he makes it more palatable because Alex is a fucking is an insane person. Alex is who a will go on re- yeah. Because he he's a like he's a drunken psychopath who is probably doing speed that uh, at one point forgot to pick up his children because he was eating chili and talks about how he's <laughs> killed people. <laughs> Listen, I'm talking about I'm talking yeah. about eating this big tub of chili. You don't understand. You you don't get it. Uh, my, my, I tell my kids when they came up, I was like, "Daddy's eating chili." You you don't interrupt Daddy <laughs> when he's eating chili. You just don't. You don't understand. You don't get it. It's like a religion to me. I gotta get this to the. I gotta get to the bottom of this thing. If I don't eat every last goddamn inch of red meat, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna fucking die. He also uh, that, uh, looks looks like shit. Uh, but we'll get it to, to that. Uh, like yeah, but well, well, we we don't have a ton more time. So I was gonna say let's let's move into the. Trial. Let's get into the. Into he the does kind of look like a shaved hamster, though, Jackal. Oh, that's, that's you. I can't believe you would insult ham- hamsters like that. Oh my God. Yeah. Hamsters are cute. So hamsters are very cute. Uh, so Alex Jones, um, said some really fucked up things about Sandy Hook. And he also had people that worked for him and were guests on his show that were Sandy Hook, quote unquote, skeptics. Um, he would pull up uh, <laughs> videos of parents um, saying, oh, you know, there's something off about this. Why is it, you know, he's a, he's not acting the way that, you know, you should act like that. There was like a, there's yeah, a video of a dad. Um, there's a dad who, uh, you know, before an interview was like, you can see him like laughing. And as someone who has, you know, got through a lot of death in, in the family. Yeah. Grief hits you different. Sometimes you laugh. Sometimes you cry. Sometimes it. Your responses yeah. are not, and it's different for everyone. And also, he was fucking nervous because he was on camera with dozens. He was dozens of cameras were looking at him, and his son was just murdered. Um, so yeah, there's a there's a weird conservative narrative, and this is something that runs through even like people in. This is going to seem like a tangent, like in like film and entertainment, where whenever they're making, they're trying to construct people who are going through traumatic events. They have this tendency to just make it dour, but really life is more kind of darkly comedic in some ways like that. Sometimes you laugh, sometimes you cry, emotions aren't like 100% straightforward. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of a mixture of tragedy and comedy, and the things people go through aren't binary, and how they like relate to them especially. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of weird because, like, the conservative narrative is like, "Oh, why aren't you so upset? You should be so upset. Uh, your son was killed, and he is upset. He's just like, it, there's also like a banal absurdity 
to the fact that, like, Alex Jones, this absolutely, like, joke of a human being, is, like, trying to tell you that your son was a crisis actor when you probably saw his body. Like, you probably were called in to identify his corpse. And this man is just telling you that didn't happen, that that's... And that's, that's, in a way... That's terrifying and hilarious, but not in like a, wow, that's so funny, in a, I can't believe this man is saying this. Yeah. So, the to sum it up, uh, Sandy Hook, Sandy Hook uh, trutherism, quote-unquote, was, it was initially adapted by James uh, H. Fetzer and James Tracy, who were both on Alex Jones' show. Fetzer uh, is a, he's a, he's a Holocaust denier, um, uh, who wow wouldn't you know is also um Shocking. who's also uh a in a what is it he's a emetress of uh of the philosophy of science at the university of, Min- of minnesota duluth wow they let him have Just, a de- have a whole degree in everything uh, yep and then there's there's other there were other people that were involved in in sort of emerging the proper genesis of this but from the start of it alex jones was peddling conspiracy theories about it but he's the one that popularized the outright denialism of it um uh that it denied that the, that the the massacre happened and that what really happened was that it was a classified training exercise uh involving local and federal law enforcement the news media mm. and critically here crisis actors both the children and parents yep uh, and that it was it was modeled on a, on Operation Close Campus, which was an Iowa school shooting drill that was canceled in 2011 because they were fears that okay this I think we're going too far here and might like traumatize uh, people. Mm-hmm. Um, Jones yeah. said that the shooting was uh, it was synthetic, completely fake, with actors. In my view, manufactured. It just shows how bold they are that they clearly used actors. I just Jesus. wanna I just wanna note like. The thing, obviously, so what a lot of conspiracy theories along these lines don't account for is, like, kind of pragmatism. Because, like, if you're going to stage this whole thing to look realistic, they're, like, people don't kind of, like, you expect a, not only a pragmatic reason for it, but also them to structure it pragmatically. <clears throat> because if it's going to look real, it's going to follow, like, some sort of logic, quote-unquote. And yeah. if you, if you try to, if you try to go like Alex Jonesy for it, you're just going to run into a wall very quickly. Cause it's like, that is the most ineffective way to stage like violent crime is to get an entire school because scalability is a factor to just say that this thing happened, that it didn't. And that's like, yeah. that's like maybe a few hundred <clears throat> people who could be like, well, Somebody comes out years later and says, well, you know what? I was there and it didn't happen. But no one's but who was there yeah. is going to say that because it's not true. And they no. were all there. Yeah. It, it it misses the conspiracism as it is. Has, like what Josiah has said, like it, there's an emblance of, of, of healthy skepticism that just emerges out into something wild. Um like conspiratorial yeah. thinking, like just spirals out of control into this kind of thinking that is that you can't you can't really get like a solid hold on it once it starts. Um, some of the other yeah. this is not specifically Jones, but other sort of claims about it that I think were were echoed on the show show at times um, were that uh, it's tied to the Hunger Games, where they say, "Oh, twenty three children were ritualistically killed um, uh, in the Hunger Games, and twenty children were killed in the shooting." Oh my god. 
but, uh, but some people why, say though? that there was why a, would you use that there the was Hunger a, no, Games? No, 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 hold on, hold on. I'm not giving to the to the wildest one because this involves you, Phil, with New Jersey. Oh God. Um. So in the film, in the worst uh, Nolan Batman film, uh, The Dark Knight Rises, there is a map of Gotham City. Um, some have pointed out that there's the word Sandy Hook there, and they and they're saying that you know this is predictive programming. They were they were prepping us for this. Um, Phil, you may know this: uh, the New Jersey Peninsula, which is south of you know the New York Harbor. Yes, New Jersey is one of the um, it's one of the two places where Gotham is. It's yeah, fictionally it's part or... of like South New Jersey. Yeah, it, it's it's an anagram for New for for New York, but it's set. Typically, it's set somewhere in South Jersey. Yeah, um, it's typically geographically located off of the southern coast of New Jersey, which is why it would have the title, like, it would, why it would use the name Sandy Hook, because that's a landmark in New Jersey. Like, it, it, that is the name of the barrier split in New Jersey. Yeah, it's just... That's it's, the name of a geographical thing in New Jersey. And if you're making Gotham, New Jersey, which most artists do, yeah, duh. That's gonna show up in a map of Gotham, right? Yeah, it would show up in a map of map of Gotham because Gotham is usually New Jersey. Uh, it's somewhere in New James Jersey. James Fetzer uh, published a book with uh, with Mike Pollock called uh, "Nobody Died at Sandy Hook." Great, yeah. Which claimed that the event was a classified uh, FEMA drill. It's always fucking FEMA. Class uh, FEMA. Involving federal and local law enforcement and the media. Um, the, the government created false uh, false death certificates. Um, to claim that uh, there were victims, Alex Jones said that funerals were not that like they were green screened. That if uh, that when Anderson Cooper was at one, you could see that when he turned his neck, he was wearing like a green tie, and you know it, you you could see that oh it's uh this is uh it's all green screen, it's all actors, it's all you know uh, it's wild oh, that they're God. they're doing this. It's a different color of green, I'm sure. Uh, let's uh so let's let's get a bit into the trial here itself. yeah so suffice it to say alex jones got has uh has been getting in some hot water with it because he basically ruined these parents lives um there was one parent who he whipped suicide. up an entire frenzy to just like mob these people um yeah there was one parent who committed suicide and alex jones claimed that the government killed him because he was going to speak out um there was uh several parents um i remember going back from a kid when this when I for my uh, for uh, current events class, I was reading about like the Alex Jones, like his fans were harassing m- almost all of these parents to the point where um, they couldn't go, they couldn't go see their kids' graves, and they were being publicly accosted um, by his fans, telling him, telling them that uh, that your crisis actors, um, uh, your child, they, they didn't really die, uh, you're faking it. Uh, they were, uh, I think, someone was at some point physically assaulted. It was, this has been years from, from when the attack happened in 2012 up till like the book Nobody Died at Sandy Hook came out in 2016 and Jones was still repeating claims, um, about it then. At least like tepidly, uh, tepidly, like tepidly sort of, uh, like approaching it. Um, it, he, uh, he said that, you know, like, no, the crime reports, there's no, no murders in, in Newtown. Um, the victims were child actors, uh, that he was, like, deliberately mis- mis- like, misinterpreting a, uh, a FBI report. Um, he, like, multiple people, like, school officials and parents were, like, were harassed to the point of that their lives were just put on pause. Um, there was one person who, 
there was one dad who used to listen to Alex Jones because he was kind of like right wing. He found Jones funny, but afterward he he his life was ruined by that like the grave of his son. I I I think it was like just like he they couldn't visit it because of the, the fear that they would deface it. It was it, and so it's eventually insane. it's insane. So as you can tell, he's being sued because of this for defamation. Yeah. And Jones's response, he's being sued in four different pla- in four different states, four different cases in four different states. And the most recent one that's happened that was happening now is in Texas. And boy, oh boy, um, uh, shit has been popping off with it. Uh, so he lost all, I think he's lost most of his cases because he wasn't fucking giving anything to the, uh, to the, uh, to the plaintiffs. Like, they were dragging their feet and being deliberately, uh, difficult with giving, like, evidence. Um, pardon me. As a part of, like, the the exploratory process. Oh, no. Uh, to the, like, and he refusing to do anything. It was, it was getting to the point where he, the judge defaulted on the case. He was found guilty by default. And that is so <laughs> fucking rare. That means you just, you just don't do anything that the court asks you to do. Like, anything. you don't show up, you don't comply, you don't hand over evidence, you just say no at every opportunity. And he was talking about it on InfoWars. Every time. So, I think this points to, it's not, so, people might say that, like, oh, Alex Jones is stupid, and Alex Jones is stupid, and I'm sure he believes most of this stuff. Maybe. Possibly. It's kind of hard to separate what's grift and what's, like, sincere belief, but that's kind of inconsequential, yeah. because the the problem is, the second he gives up the ghost, the second he goes, well, you know, maybe I need to, like, actually submit evidence to these people you know the second you do that the second it's over and so you know the reason why he he claimed that uh that in, in this is in 2019 after uh six or six families of the shooting as well as an fbi agent uh, who responded to the attack uh not including uh two parents um uh parents of two victims uh all uh, uh have a uh, that was in 2018 and then 20 that was in April 2018, and then March of 20, uh, May 23rd of 2018, uh, six families, along with the FBI agent, uh, sued Jones for defamation. Um, in uh, so this is multiple multiple states that things have been that this has been happening in, um, from Travis County, Texas, and then uh, those are multiple different uh, uh, lawsuits in in Connecticut. Um, in a deposition. Uh, in the last week of March 2019, Jones acknowledged that the deaths were real, stating that he had a almost like a form of psychosis, where he basically thought everything was staged. Oh my god. Uh, he de- then, in 2021, he did not provide any information to support those claims. Anything. <laughs> Anything. Listen, guys, I just <laughs> have a, was, I just have a acute then, psychosis, fellas. And so he was, uh, he was found default. Um, so he was crying about that, that, you know, my, my free speech is being, you know, violated, yada, yada, yada. Uh, now we have the point where we are, where the trial has set in, and uh, Alex Jones is uh, is boy in some hot water. So oh, I'm no. going to show you a picture of, uh, of of Alex Jones, and I want you to guess how old this man is. <laughs> I want you to, I don't want you to look at, don't look at anything else, just look, just look at, at, at his, at, at this, this, uh, the, the, this face. Look at his face and tell me how old he is this is this is him during the uh during during uh one of the i believe that this is uh he looks like he's uh 60 years old yes yeah, okay like 60 
Alex Jones is 48. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's it's all He's those aging uh, on the spot. It's all those delicious uh delicious uh porterhouse steaks and that he eats Brain every Force night. Plus. Cuban scars and Brainforce Plus. He is uh so Alex Jones has got into some uh some hot water um quite a bit because of you know the case going on right now. Um there's kind of a few key moments that have come from this. Um a lot of, uh, in depositions, this is kind of where a key thing has come out. It was, he was forced to say that, you know, Sandy Hook was 100% real. They, every day he would play like, he would talk about the case on his show while the court case is happening. And then they would play in the, in the courtroom what he said on Infowars the day before. Genius. And he wouldn't Amazing. stop. Like, he would just keep going and going and not stopping. This might be, like, pathologizing, but from what I know about, like, media, from my, from being, like, from having media studies classes, it's clear that Alex Jones, regardless of what he actually believes, has a relationship such with his audience that if he stopped, it would be an admission of something. You know, he can't stop. He has to go on Infowars. No. He's created this this expectation. Which is why he he can't not say, like, he... This is sort of building up to that, uh, so Alex Jones was, uh, he was being cross-examinated by the plaintiff's, uh, lawyer, uh, Mark, uh, Mark Bankston. So Bankston told Jones that he had recently acquired evidence proving that Jones lied, um, during the discovery process, uh, about, uh, that he never texted about the, uh, the, the Sandy Hook shooting. Um, and the way that it, it came out was that they request during the discovery process, the, the plaintiffs requested particular, they requested, inf- uh, you know, text messages in like, to, you know, word search it, text messages, emails, anything related to Sandy Hook. Do you mm. know what Alex Jones's, uh, attorneys did? What did they do? They sent an entire copy of his phone. Just ripped whole, like Going a virtual copy of every piece of data his phone. Every outputs. piece of data that his phone has, going back like at the least two years. Oh my god! Incredible. And when the plaintiffs, the the the, the plaintiffs, lawyer, uh, attorneys contacted them to say, "Hey, you, you sent too much. You anything? How here much? That you want, po- like, how much door. porn? How much porn, sir? God, I don't how much? think about it." Look at that man oh, and, and, and and imagine what what he consumes. Um, oh, I don't, I don't want. Oh, to I think know. I found the line. <laughs> oh God, we found please. Phil's line. This is rare. I want oh, you to my imagine, God. imagine Phil. Think about that face. Think about the the. There are so many pictures of Alex when when he was confronted on this on the that you committed perjury. You said that you you lied during a deposition where you're supposed to you're supposed to tell the whole truth as you know it and here you clearly did not Alex because Jones, if, you, if you lie on a deposition that's big that's big that's uh that's big that's pretty big um so he kind of uh sputtered um he looked like he shit his pants and said you know this is your perry mason moment oh my god <laughs> this is your perry mason moment <laughs> oh my god this is my perry mason moment uh the cell phone records Banks said showed that Jones, in fact, did text this. Uh, he said, that is how I know that you lied to me when you said you didn't have text messages about Sandy Hook. Bankston then showed Jones text message exchange where he uh, he had about Sandy Hook. But Jones testified that he had, oh, I never saw it, that in the deposition, he said he never saw those text messages. Uh, when reminded, <laughs> oh Jones had testified God. under oath that he had searched his phone 
This is the key thing, that he searched his phone during the discovery phase of the trial and could not locate the messages about Sandy Hook. Jones then said, I did not lie. (laughs) Oh my god. So, okay. For me, this is, it's, it's this, he has to be a pariah. That's it. He has to go down as a pariah. He can't, even if it's, if it's the worst case scenario for him, which it's going to be. If he continues like this, he actually can't just give it up. It's impossible for him. He has to go down as the pariah because otherwise he just, his, in his entire like persona collapses. Because if he admits that he's wrong once, Jackal said it before, he only ever just adjusts what he says. And that's why he sputtered in that moment. There's no tweaking There was nothing. There was nothing else that he committed perjury twice, in fact, um, beforehand, because he, the, the, I think it was just found that uh, he was, uh, um, that he has to pay, he, that uh, they, they should pay, that he's going to have to pay 45, 45.2 million punitive damages um, in this case. That uh, they were awarded a total of just under 50 million in both compensatory and punitive damages from 49 of the total of 49.3 million um uh yeah no they 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 did not take long deliberating on on it because of everything that happened during the case also alex jones's lawyer um flipped off uh the plaintiff's lawyer during during the case um (laughs) alex jones was chewing gum and the judge said you can't do that and he tried to show her uh show her his mouth to show that he had like dental surgery or something (laughs) uh he tried to go and shake the hands of the sandy of the of the parents uh in the in this lawsuit the two uh the uh, the two parent the the parents, the parents of the, suing of the two him ju- he was gonna try like shake their hands for for like a photo and he got very upset that they wouldn't meet with him um he Why? would spend hours after after each day talking with the press outside just not just not not taking the the hit of like don't say anything just just don't, uh, don't do it. The lawyer, his lawyer, acknowledged an opening statement that Infowars had spread false information, and Jones lost millions of viewers after being deplatformed on social media in 2018 because of it. He said that he regrets what he's done and he's paying for it. Uh, his closing statement, the lawyer uh, brought up that that poem of first they came for the socialists, and I did not speak because I I, I wasn't a socialist <laughs> in comparison to how much Jones. Oh my god. There was that's, another moment that's so where, where Joe, like, this was a clusterfuck for him. Um, it also came out that Infowars, at its highest, was is making $800,000 a day. That's insane. Oh god. <laughs> that was also something that was pretty key, that he, they, he also tried to say that I'm, I'm bankrupt. But the judge said he that- He declared bankruptcy, like, last week, I think, to, um... yes. To, to, as a way to uh, to make sure that they didn't take too much money. Oh yeah, they always do that. Um, that's actually a, like a really common strategy, even amongst like large corporations. Sometimes they even yeah do it. yeah they do it all the time. Um, but Alex Jones was the one who decided that no, I am going to say that I am bankrupt on <laughs> under oath. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! And what a uh, naughty little boy to... trying to weasel out of this one. To tie this all up, uh, the January sixth committee. Is uh, has is uh, has subpoenaed Alex Jones's phone. <laughs> this is great. The it's same just day like, that... 
the same day that it came out. This man has, like, tried to weasel out of this so hard. It's incredible. Every every moment throughout the trial, Jones was just getting a little redder. Like, instead of, like, losing color, he was just getting more and more red. Oh, yeah, he is the equivalent of, like, an angry little tomato, so... He, it's, I can't, everyone, I encourage you to look up pictures of Alex Jones from the trial. He looks like shit. He looks just... He looks he terrible. Looks, he looks like he's been downing a bottle of bourbon every night for the past eight weeks. Which I would say is the case because there are many shows where he is drunk. Where you could tell he is just sloshed. Absolutely sloshed! <laughs> So, He's it has not like, gone well for him. He has to pay about, like, $50 million, which, in my opinion, that is not enough. He should pay more, but we've got about a dozen more court cases to go through, so we'll see yeah, how it goes in the end. A lot of people who are like, <laughs> save some money for the next people, folks, because, uh, you know, he's gonna have to dole it out piecemeal. You know, little by little, you might little say. Little by little. Little, little by little. Um, he was the sole witness, um, which is not advised, um... It, he, I, I elucidated to it in the beginning of the cold open, but he tried to tie the judge for the judge for his court case, um, Gamble, I think is her name, um, who is a CPS lawyer. Um, she's dealt with CPS, you know, child child welfare law, right? Yeah. He he tried to connect her with pedophilia and human trafficking. No, don't do oh that. Oh my god! While the court case is going on, I wouldn't do that. I think that's a bad idea. That seems like not the best that idea. Seems like he a called bad her idea. a goblin and then said, "Oh, it's okay. I'm a little goblinish sometimes too." Um, uh, what the fuck? This man is not operating. Um, I would also like to <laughs> full capacity. Add that, no, I would like to add that his ex-wife um, uh, has said that she wants access to that phone too for the ongoing uh, alimony um, oh. dispute. That has that's oh that's been going on between those this along with custody, which I would also like to say, Alex Jones has had his child, his his who Rex, who was a who is not a ch- like a he's not like a child anymore, but it, he's had Rex on Infowars spouting shit off too, and she his ex wife has tried to you to say that you know this is like child abuse, and I'm sure it, it constitutes and that he should not child have custody. Abuse. Yes, uh, so wow, that's what uh, a guy, to, to what some, a king. To, what what a he's just the 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 er conservative is he not? He's he just really like, is. He's yeah. he's just like but like that's what I, I I'm going back and I'm saying this. He wants to be a pariah. He wants to be the guy who you know goes down swinging. They take him for everything he's got, which yeah, I'm sure he's a he, martyr because he's yeah. a martyr. You know, then he's like uh you know then he doesn't ever have to admit. That he's ever done anything wrong in 10, 15, 20 years from now, uh, if he ever goes to jail or whatever, you know, you know, he'll, he'll plead for the judge to take it easy on him and he'll get out in a reasonable time frame and he can just get out and keep doing the same thing over and over again. Cause, uh, you know, there's only so much you can hold him accountable for in certain aspects and he'll just come again. And that's, I think that's really what he wants to do. You know, he's, I think he's cut losses at this point because most of these media figures, at the end of the day, they don't want to lose their cred. It's all about, Mm -hmm. it's all about losing your credentials. If you concede anything to the left, you're not 
you're not one of the big boys anymore who gets everything right all right. the time. So, you know, guess what, buddy? Uh, if I have to suffer for my beliefs, well, so be it, you know? Right. Right. Because then he can just pick up where he left off, ideally. If, you know, if the hamburger helper in prison doesn't give him a heart attack, but... Well, do we want to move toward wrapping up here? I think, I think so. Uh, I think we, I think we've, we've done it. We've done it. We've, we've buried, we've buried just, he's so far into the ditch, you know, he's, he's fucked. He can't get out. He can't get out. Um, he's like a little goblin trying to like, you know, crawl out of the hole and he's crying a little bit and his, his dick hurts really bad. You know, my, my pain is hurt so bad. And you know, he's a little salty. He's a little sad. His pain, his hurts. Jackal muted himself, so I think he might have received another phone call. Oh my god, it's 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 Alex Jones telling everybody how bad his dick hurts. He's yeah, it's Jackal's getting Alex Jones heard this and is yelling at him now. He, he found it, you, you goddamn leftist podcasters, you communist shits! I I'll take you to court. I, I'm in court right now. I ain't got no money, but I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll, I'll, I'll bend you underneath my table and skin you alive and drink the succulent meat out. Right, exactly, yeah. Hi, I'm Saul Goodman. Did you know that you have rights? The Constitution says you do. No. Mr. Jones. Did you know that 12 days ago, 12 days ago, your attorneys messed up and sent me an entire digital copy of your entire cell phone. And as of two days ago, it fell free and clear into my possession. And that is how I know you lied to me when you said you didn't have text message about saying Did you know that? I see that. So we are. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. You, you brought us in. Bring us out. What are, what's happening? Just that, we're we're at the courtroom as as the uh, Phil from the Phil Show is being dragged away to to maximum security prison. But but um, I just I need to I need to invest more money in Comcoin. I need I I I it, I needed more time. I needed more time to sell people horse semen capsules. No, I just... And, but, but, Phil is allowed to have social media in Maximum Security Prison. Where can they follow it? You can follow me at CryptidDirector on the Twitter.com, and I will be coming at you with straight facts. I, I'm coming out with a new supplement. It's made out of prisoner urine. It'll just, it'll absolutely just make you bulky. <laughs> make you absolutely insane. The grift lives on, um, and we were also joined by by the kind of Saul Goodman figure himself, uh, Jackal. Uh, well, you know, I consi- you know, uh, uh, considering you know the the clients that you get, uh, I think that this actually worked out pretty well. I think that this trial went, uh, you know, has uh, actually worked out pretty well, all things considered. I, uh, 
I, I managed to, to, to make sure that he wasn't given the death penalty, uh, and that, uh, he has social media in, uh, that he, he has social media in, in prison, which I, I think is going to work out for everybody. Uh, I, uh, Mr. Jackal, Mr. Jackal, it's, it's me from the evening news, uh, reporting live. I, I just want to ask you a question real quick. How much cock and ball torture will he have to participate in, in prison with the deal that you managed to get with the judge? Well, you know, <laughs> I, I I work I, I work magic, but I can't. You know, there's a limit. I I have to. You know, there were certain certain you know like backs and fo- back and forth that you have to do. I I basically talked out what was going to be a death penalty to torture. I think that that worked out pretty well. You heard it here first, folks. You know, some people are immune to good advice, and that is, that was unfortunately my my uh, my client today, who uh, I think as soon as the check clears, I will not have to keep saying that he's innocent. Uh, now, everyone, uh, I, I've uh, everyone who's who's uh, listened to to uh, to this uh, this year broadcast uh, today. Uh, hold on, let me let me uh, fix my my, my hair. Uh, hmm, well, uh, every everyone listening, I have a, 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 a just a, just a question for you. Uh, hi, I'm Jackal. Did you know that you have rights? The Constitution says you do, and so do I. I believe that until proven guilty, every man, woman, and child in this country, and in Mammonburg in particular, because that's the only place that I can practice law at the moment, is innocent. <laughs> and I will fight for you. I will give you the best criminal defense that money can buy. I'm Jackal, <laughs> and I support this message. Um. And I, of course, of the judge of this hearing, um, I quickly going to note that um, Jackal here is following uh, foot fetish Instagram accounts. Uh, no, I would, no, your honor, that. your honor, your honor. Let me, let me first, let me clarify. Those are those are muscle fetish accounts. I will have you know. Oh yeah. Not that the Vandenberg, the Vandenberg Bob Odenkirk is is a muscle muscly women guy as and. and this has been court court adjourned gavel. Wait, you can find me. You uh, can find me at Jackal Jester on oh, Twitter.com. Yeah, yeah. Judge, where can yeah, people you find, find you? And they can follow me at Josiah W. Sutton on Twitter.com. Uh, we have had a hiatus for a little bit here, so I haven't been able to announce that I've done a couple fruitless episodes. Uh, the VLVC show fell off, uh, like, like lost hosting. And I went through a bunch of work to get a, get it all back up. So you can find that at very legal, very cool archive. If you search that wherever you get your podcasts. And there are two new fruitless episodes, one with Gavin Aronson of the Iowa Informer and one with friend of the show, Phil Chrisman. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Let's Remember, get better out call of here. Jack- Not the cattle prom. Better, better call Jack. Well, to start with, I'm an idea man. It's my raison d'être.
digesting systems and he died at 11 o'clock this morning of a heart condition and woe is us. We're in a lot of trouble. So, a rich little man with white hair died. What has that got to do with the price of rice, right? paradigm of absolute control and that's why we're just out here doing simple things pointing out that we're meant to be in nature and be natural and this is where we find the source that god made to transcend the new world order and that's why they want to try to keep us out of it i'm angry i've had enough of these people little bones of christian murderers gone there on giant death factories keeping babies alive Selling their body parts What more do you need to know about these people? I go out and face these scum They literally crawl out from under rocks They have green looking skin And they run around screaming We love Satan, we wanna eat babies I have them on video Hillary's in the creepy weird six stuff man Sleeps in the same room with that creepy weird woman whose mother wears a hood over her head. What the hell? That woman number one is ugly. Imagine how bad she smells, man. I'm told her and Obama just stink. Obama and Hillary both smell like sulfur. It's close to that evil and I feel it go Ah, ah, ah We're such self-centered crap We don't even know it's had itself rising up against the Millions of pointed people of the very worst type And I'm so pissed We're gonna steal your daughter at the mall I was watching Fox News as I worked out this morning.